But Anthony Broom tweeted out earlier, Superfly, you're going to love this. I think the only right and just solution is for the Big Ten to rule everyone ineligible for a conference title except Iowa. Because you get zero for a forfeit. (laughs) Or is it one? I don't know in football. I think it's a baseball you get one if there's a forfeit. Anthony Broom is standing by. Anthony, if there is a forfeit in football, you don't. What is the official score posted? Is it one nothing or is it three? Because there's no one outside of an extra point in football. That's a great question. It might yeah. just be one nothing. Yeah, I think I think that sounds right to me. Yeah, no, I've seen that before. That, so that might be all that Iowa's offense is capable of putting up anyway. I, I think the over under. Actually, I think the over under in that game would be zero point five. Oof, I'd still probably lean under. Oh, my God. Don't fire Brian Ferentz. He does such a good job on offense. All right, Anthony. uh, I know we've talked almost every day here over the last week, and it seems every couple of hours here is a new twisted turn in this story. Yeah, as the the saga continues to turn. um, It's kind of been quiet on the Michigan front today. I do think it's probably a calm for the storm in terms of a lot of people think tomorrow might be the day that the Big Ten decides to come out and either do something or not do something or take a step that it hasn't always, you know, that's never taken before in terms of essentially, let's just call it this. If you're suspending a coach indefinitely, you are by proxy of the conference basically firing a head coach, which is, that's wild to me to take that step. Um, again, when there's no, you know, it's come out so far that. There's nothing from the NCAA investigation that has leaked uh, that has linked to Jim Harbaugh to this. I don't know if the Big Ten has anything like that. I mean, it's I don't think they do at this point. But the fact that that the conference has kind of decided to play hardball on it, maybe maybe they do have something that's not public yet. I don't know. I don't purport to to know anything to that level. But yeah, I mean, it feels like again, there's. You're starting to see the drip, 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 uh, as Rich Eisen would call it, from the Michigan side of things in terms of things they're investigating, in terms of PIs, in terms of if other teams maybe had their signs, which it looks like they did. Uh, there's now you know, alleged bit of a sign-stealing ring between Ohio State, Rutgers, and Purdue last year. I don't know what will ultimately come out of that. I'm sure we'll learn more about that soon, but it's uh, – I do think that, uh, you know, things are starting to gear up here for, uh, you know, the fight, the fight is coming. And I think that everyone's kind of positioning everything right now. And we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Here in the Rutgers, Ohio State, Purdue, thinking about those three head coaches asking for hardball to leave so they could talk freely with the commissioner calling for swift action on hardball is one of the sickest things I've ever heard. And it shows how fake, how dirty coaches and things are in college sports. It's sickening. And, and the ADs supporting it and the Big Ten commissioner leading the mob mentality by sending Michigan a letter, I would hope with the evidence, which is the first evidence published that I've seen connected to Connor Stallions or uh uh, Jim Harbaugh, and Harbaugh's not connected to the Stallions, but connected to this story. I, I would hope that the Big Ten now, in fairness and equity, uh, with this evidence, would send a letter within 48 hours 
Uh, they would like a response from Ohio State, Purdue, and Rutgers on sportsmanship and collusion. You know, it kind of harkens back to, I think it was Dan Wetzel that put this quote back out yesterday from Jerry Tarkanian that said, I guarantee you, there's something on the lines of, I guarantee you nine out of ten teams are cheating and the one that isn't is in last place. So what's apparent to me is that, and we've always known this, everyone's got skeleton. Uh, everyone, everyone lives in a glass house. Uh, so you have to be careful about the stones you hurl at those glass houses. And again, um, all of this does, I, I've said this several times, and I cannot be more clear when I say this, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh are going to be punished for this. They are going to eat and some I agree. sort of punishment for this. Um, but, you know, the stuff with, you know, now, you know, what it, it, it turns into a conversation of, you know, if we're going to have the conversation about, you know, competitive advantage, well, now you have a network of staffers or coaches with other teams potentially colluding to decipher and, and disseminate Michigan signs. And to me, that's a little different than, again, I'm not saying what Stallion did was, I mean, I, he's, I think it's reckless. It was dumb. It was unnecessary because I think the talent's been good enough to still win the way that Michigan has. Uh, but also, you know, we're talking about a ring of Big Ten coaches compared to, um, I think of the ESPN, uh, there was a story from ESPN that came out a few weeks ago about, um, with a guy that was allegedly hired by Stallions who went and scouted the Penn State UMass game and basically left at halftime because it was cold and he was bored. So what's the difference in expertise and in, in scouting and competitive advantage there? And that's, again, I think a lot of it is, yeah, Michigan slinging the mud and trying to you know play for its due process here, but there are a lot of hypocritical people in this conference, both on the sideline of other schools, in athletic departments, and certainly at the top in the Big Ten offices there in Chicago. So this is going to get messy, and I think that uh, that Michigan's going to Michigan is ready to go to court over this if they have to. Oh, I, I believe with the latest SI story that is out there with the facts, with the schools listed now, with Rutgers, Purdue, Ohio State and Rutgers feeding Purdue, uh, the cheat sheets, uh, there's no way he can continue going after Michigan. Tony Petiti will be uh, forced out. Uh, the rest of the school presidents uh, won't support this. ADs and the coaches don't decide who the Big Ten commissioner is. Uh, he, he needs a president's call right now on what they should do. And again, that could be happening, but it's out there. It's being reported what is going on. And you have other schools where now, if we want to start to play the game of what really is more important, hmm, uh, a, a camera, an iPhone camera on the sidelines, or two schools like Rutgers and Ohio State feeding Purdue uh, signs and cheat sheets for the Big Ten title game or who knows what other games. You tell me. You know, th- this is where we're at right now. And Tony Petiti uh, has emerged as the worst conference commissioner ever in the history of intercollegiate athletics. Well, it, it goes, again, it, it goes beyond just Michigan. I mean, you, there's all this talk, of, oh, well, maybe they're, Michigan has a lack of institutional control. What about a lack of conference control? I mean, you've got all of these schools kind of it feels like forming cliques and, you know, ganging up on other schools, you know, on a, on a coach's call. And it's just, um, you know, at some point someone needs to, uh, 
everyone needs to sit down, take a step back, take a deep breath, and probably look in the mirror a little bit too. I mean, just just because uh, a lot, I think a lot of decisions, a lot of reactions are being made emotionally right now. And I'll say that from the Michigan side too. Um, you know, again, whatever you dig up on Ohio State now, if people are you know, hiring their own PIs or whatever, that's an emotional response to this, and that's it's it's a bit of a lash out, but. You know, if these schools are going to play in the mud and, and go after Michigan, then um, it's actually kind of uh, maybe refreshing is not the word, but we've never really seen Michigan mount a response like this. So it is, uh, these are interesting times indeed. Uh, it comes against the backdrop of maybe the, you know, arguably maybe the best team that Michigan's had in at least, you know, 25, 26 years. So it's, it's crazy right now and it's exhausting and it's, it just—it's something different every single day. Well, I'm looking at John U. Bacon. He wrote, uh, "Big Ten's Tony Petiti was informed today that the two programs which fed Purdue Michigan signals before the 2022 Big Ten title game were Rutgers and OSU, Ohio State. Not clear if rules broken doesn't directly affect U of M situation, but raises question relative to competitive advantage." Uh, also, for what it's worth, since some have asked, the person informing Tony Petiti was not a University of Michigan employee, but an independent higher up in college football who felt Petiti should be ready to respond. A lot to absorb there, right? I mean, it, it's I don't. And this is where I don't. I don't envy Tony Petiti, right? Because you're a guy, you're what, seven, eight months into the job and you're looking to kind of plant your flag or this is something that could set a tone for what you know, um, my regime looks like. Uh, you know, it's not, I won't even, you know, it's not conference expansion. The wheels were in motion on that long before he was there. So, I mean, if you're Tony Petiti, you, things could get real rocky here if you don't let this thing play out. Uh, because I do think that Michigan, you know, if they take this to the courts, they're going to ultimately wind up having a strong legal defense for why the Big Ten can't just unilaterally act and pass down a, you know, a punishment that is, is kind of unheard of. I mean, it, within that sportsmanship policy, uh, it, it typically includes a one to game, a one to two game suspension. I believe a ten thousand dollars fine. Now they can exceed that if they have the support of, I believe, select, you know, conference athletic directors school presidents, but there's a process to that too. So the fact that this is all just kind of boiling over um, all at once is I think part of, part of the reason that I'm still shocked by it is because we're still, this is still also fresh and there is new stuff that comes out every single day. So um, I don't know, like I I just, if, if it was happening to someone else at their school, I think they'd want things to slow down. And for there to be due process in the situation too, I don't think that's a lot to ask for. It's what anyone would ask for. And you know, regardless of how the Big Ten has handled other situations in the past at other schools, that's not that has nothing to do with Michigan now, and it has nothing to do with Tony Petiti right now. So we'll see where it goes. But uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been unique, it's been interesting, and it has been exhausting. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us. Latest on the Michigan situation. Now it has been reported that Rutgers and Ohio State fed Purdue, allegedly fed Purdue, uh, Michigan's cheat sheet, uh, which, by the way, 
That leads you to the question that if Ohio State had Michigan signals, how'd they get them? Same thing with Rutgers. Uh, did they use them the week before? Because if they did, it didn't really work uh, in Columbus. Uh, so many questions here. If I'm Tony Petiti and I want to save my career with the Big Ten, uh, I announce today, not wait until tomorrow, I announce with the new information coming out with allegations involving possible sign-stealing collusion, the Big Ten is going to investigate uh, the sportsmanship beyond Michigan and inside the Big Ten and will not uh, act until the investigation is complete. That's it. That's what they should do, in my mind, right now. Yeah. And, and again, I don't think that's a whole lot to ask for. No. Um, and, and, it's, and it's worth mentioning, too, you know, as it pertains to coaches you know, sharing other information. Coaches call each other all the time. Uh, that's, that's not, that's not unheard of at all. Um, they share stuff with each other. Uh, that's, you know, you, you work with guys at other schools, you branch out, you wind up other places and guys will call each other and do, do, you know, do their guys a favor now and then. But I don't know how you can't argue that if there was, let's just say it was a running spreadsheet or a Google doc that multiple coaches had access to that kind of got passed on to the next guy, like a note in a middle school. You're breaking the sportsmanship rule, the same rule he's trying to hold Michigan and Harbaugh uh, to the fire on. You're breaking the sportsmanship rule, Purdue, Rutgers, Ohio state. So if you're, if you're following this path, tomorrow is deadline day. Then today announce you're sending out a sportsmanship letter to those three schools. Take everybody down. Take your whole conference down, Tony Petiti. Again, you are the worst bum ever to run a conference. The opinions of Bill Simonson does not reflect Anthony Broom or anybody at thewolverine.com. <laughs> we joined that interview already in progress. So there you go. Right, I'm going to get a letter here on the sportsmanship policy. Oh, yeah, yeah. sportsmanship. Yeah, that's great. And why? how about Ryan Walters? How about... Again, he wasn't the coach last year with Brom, who went to Louisville. But how about Day and Shiano being on a conference call just a week ago, less than a week ago, asking that hardball not be on it so they could talk freely? And then less than a week later, they're busted as colluding against Harbaugh in Michigan. Can you believe the hypocrites that live in the midst of Big Ten football? I'll just say this. Uh, <laughs> that's... If that's how it played out and all this is true, oh. that is some of the softest stuff I've ever heard. Yeah, and I know you want to use another word, and I want to use the other word uh, as yeah, well. It, it's crazy. We don't, want, we don't want to violate that sportsmanship policy. No, no. We have a huge show, sportsmanship policy, which states uh, there are no boundaries, and that's how it works. Uh, Anthony Broom <laughs> from the Wolverine.com, uh, you know, bookmark the Wolverine.com. Uh, sign up. I think you can do it for a buck. Uh, there's so much, and there's more coming, as Chris Ballas told us uh, earlier. Doug Skeen, who's part of the Michigan Football Podcast, in about 40 minutes, five-time Big Ten uh, champion, uh, will join us. Uh, Anthony, good stuff, man. You guys are really uh, delivering the goods here on this story at thewolverine.com, and we'll stay in touch because chances are within 30 minutes we'll get new news. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Anthony Broom joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line.